welcome, welcome back to the Mora Rap Podcast. Delighted to be back in your ears. I am Mora, your lovely host, and I'm here today for a solo episode to give you lots of different bits. I've got some really good apprentice secrets for you. I have got some tools that I'm going to be using this spring and also a little manifestation journey. And of course, we're going to finish with our guided meditation. So I'm delighted to be back and thank you for all of your lovely responses to Kate last week. Ladies, what an episode. I'm still not over it. So much little incredible tools there for your superpower as a woman. If you haven't listened, listen after this. But everyone, I'm used to calling my people yogis. Yogis, everyone, listeners. First of all, we are fully in spring now and I just feel like, you know, we're just past the midpoint of February. It's a Monday when you're listening to this. Okay, what can we do this spring? I've just finished hosting last week a day retreat and it was all about spring resetting. And I just want to bring some of the things I brought into that retreat. So spring symbolizes renewal. So just think about what's happening in nature. Right now, today, I could see some lovely cherry blossoms starting to come out. Okay, so all of the trees, everything was bare. And now little, little bits of life, little bit of renewal, little bit of change is starting to happen. How can we bring that into our own life? And sometimes we can kind of have a bit of fear of change, okay? We are creatures of habit. But think about what you could do in your everyday life that is going to give you a little push to bring a little bit more spring. What's going to give you just a little bit more energy? So obvious things like exercise, being out in the fresh air, doing things that kind of lift you up and just making simple little changes. So for me, okay, I am that early bird kind of person. But as winter came in, especially after Christmas, January, the alarm went off and I'd be snoozing for like three different snoozes. I think a snooze on my phone is like seven minutes or something. Ridiculous snoozing and then getting up and just rushing at the door, rushing all the way to my studio to get going and to teach yoga for the morning. And you know what? You're a bit flustered, you're a bit stressed and it's just not good for you. So since St. Bridget's Day, the first day of February, the last few weeks, every day, I am not snoozing my alarm. So the minute my alarm goes off, I am just jumping out of the bed. Now, it is not easy. Not going to lie. It's not easy. But the results are making me feel so much more positive. I'm able to really slowly give myself a little stretch in the morning. I'm able to go downstairs. I usually just have in the morning before I go to yoga practice, like a, a Revive Active or my vitamins or just like a big drink of water because I don't actually like to practice uh, yoga with anything in my stomach. So that's what I'm doing. I'm taking my time in the morning, having a nice drink of something and it's working. So I'm getting to my little studio and I'm having time to do my own meditation, my own practice, and it's helping me. Okay, so that is one little change that I am doing for myself. And just remember that change is a natural part of life. And as a person, things change, we change, our family changes, our friends change, not these big drastic changes, but little changes are happening all the time. And every year in spring, we can take time to change. So I also think spring. It's kind of like the beginning of the year. We had the last month of winter. Sorry for anyone that's in the Southern Hemisphere. There's probably about 
percent my listeners down there. Everyone else more northern, <laughs> northern hemisphere, Ireland and around the place, and that you're in spring with me. So another thing is set clear goals. How are you going to set a goal? What do you want this spring? Do you want to have more energy? This is what I'm feeling like most people I talk to is just that I don't have the energy. I don't have the power to keep going. I start something, I do it a day or two, and then I stop again. So probably what you're doing is you're setting clear goals, but you're setting goals that are just too hard to achieve. You're telling yourself, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. I'm going to do yoga every single day. I'm going to read every single day. And it's just too much. What if you tell yourself, I am going to do five minutes of something, a clear goal, something that's going to help your life bring a little bit more light in this spring. So it's, if you can say five minutes, I think it's just it's just easier, you know? And for me, five minutes is so much more doable than telling yourself I need an hour to do something. These goals, you know, are, sometimes I don't like saying the word setting goals. I like saying my manifestations because manifestations basically are your goals, but you really need to make them happen. Maybe it's something you want to do this spring is a start of you building the courage to start to do a new course, start something new. I know lots of people have signed up for my teacher training and the in-person and something you're bringing into your life. Spring is a really, really good time to start with that. So, Then the next one I'm going to talk about, which I just did at the weekend, was a spring clean. I am the world's worst cleaner. I'm actually not a bad cleaner. I know how to clean. Why did I just say that? I don't know. But I just don't like cleaning. Just don't like it. I just feel like there's so much better things I can do with my life than clean. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, what I did was a big declutter. Okay, under my bed, pulled out all the stuff, my wardrobe. There's just so much stuff in my wardrobe that I never wear. Like these dresses that I have that just don't fit me. I am just not that size anymore. <laughs> and, you know, I'm always like, oh, I really love it. One day I'll fit back into it. No, stop more. Stop. So I've just cleared out all the stuff that hasn't been good for me. It's been cluttering up my wardrobe. Then when I'm looking for something to wear, haven't been able to find it. I also did a big clear out of my pantry. There was all sorts of stuff there, sauces that were gone off for the last six months. And just, it just felt so good to declutter. So big spring clean guys. Okay. Maybe it is cleaning out your car. I did that as well. I did that as well. Okay. I lied. I actually went and got my car valid. So does that count as cleaning it out? I was in town at a meeting in Dublin city center and I was driving into one of those car parking things. I seen the guy there and I was like, um, could you do my car? And he cleaned my whole car last week. So I've even spring cleaned my car or I've facilitated a spring clean of my car. Oh, okay, right. This next one, which is something you all probably see. And someone said to me recently, what it looks like on my social media often is that I teach a bit of yoga and then I'm just outside talking to my stories because every single day I have to get outside. And one big reason why, because I have a dog, but also for my mental health. If I don't get some bright light in my eyes. Okay. I'm looking at the window now and it is gray, completely gray. But if I don't get some fresh air, some natural light in my eyes, my mood is down. 
And I know so many people, so many of my friends, family work at offices and they just don't get any natural light of day. They're commuting from Wexford up to their office. They're getting in the car at dark. They're coming home in the dark and it's so difficult. So what I'm going to ask you to do this week, can you try even once or twice, go outside and eat your lunch outside, get out of the building, go out and take some fresh air. If you were a smoker, hopefully you're not a smoker, but if you were a smoker, you'd be going outside to do that. So why not go outside and breathe in some fresh air, look up at the sky for a couple of minutes and just see what happens. I feel like it can only be positive. So the next one is create a routine. And I was just about to say that I am someone that is, my dad calls me a scatterbrain, okay? Or my mom used to call me that growing up, uh, but they don't really call me that anymore because I'm probably the most organized in the family. My house is untidy and messy, right? But I know where everything is. And my brain goes so quick all the time. And I have myself, even now I'm thinking of something else. Okay, no more. Focus, focus on this moment. And I just feel like I am someone that really needs routine. Okay, with a routine, I am a superwoman. I can get so much stuff done with a list, you wouldn't believe it. (laughs) And if I kind of set myself up that I have to break down my day in a routine, I'm telling you, I have more time for fun stuff. So this is what I'm all about. So think about your routine. And I think it's important to not structure yourself that you're so routine that every single day is booked up or every single, you know, weekend is booked up, which feels like it is at the moment for me. But I, in my routine, I have free time. For example, in the morning, getting up at the same time not snoozing, jumping out of the bed, coming down, having a little cuddle with my dog, having my little drink, maybe even putting on some calm music, leaving my clothes out for the morning so I don't wake up my husband, I leave them on the stairs. Those little things help you. In my routine, I have my walk scheduled, okay, which I have to bring my dog out for my walk. I also do some videos for my Instagram when I'm on my walk, sharing little bits that are going on in my business or my day. And what I'm doing is I'm breaking down, getting things done, because often if I just start a task in my business, if I start a task, I'm like, okay, I'm going to answer these emails for an hour and a half. And then six hours later, I'm still there answering them because I haven't stuck to the routine and I haven't got to the next task of marketing, sending emails, marketing emails, a different side than answering. Sending and answering are very, very different. So I'm just giving you a little tip here, that routine might just be what you need. I definitely crave it. I am someone that falls off my routine, so I have to keep on setting new routines all the time, coming back, starting again, and seeing what happens. Okay, so another thing is, which I think is quite good, is to kind of change your environment this spring. So what I was doing a lot of the time this winter is that I've been setting up my laptop on my kitchen table and then doing work there. And I'm looking at the laundry behind me. I'm looking at different things. So now what I'm doing, part of my routine every day is I'm taking my laptop into a cafe and I'm working there for an hour, an hour and a half or two hours. So this is kind of refreshing my environment. I also am working from my yoga studio a little bit more. And this is making me feel a little bit more inspired. So maybe if you're working from home, 
home. Maybe you're going to just change the background, change the way your, your desk is facing. Maybe you put a plant on your desk, refresh your environment, be creative, and it might just help you. Another thing I want to just quickly say I practice gratitude every single day and I think it's something that we should practice with every season and just be grateful. Be grateful for the light in your life. Be grateful for the life in your life, your family, your friends, your kids, your colleagues and just every single day add it to that little routine. Practice gratitude this spring and see what happens. So that is just a few little things that I'm doing. And who knows, you might have got absolutely nothing from that. Or maybe you got something and just give it a go. I feel like it's time to really focus, get into nature this spring. Winter is over, get out, breathe in the fresh air, feel the cold and look at all the lovely little flowers starting to come out. <sighs> okay, woo, woo, Maura. Okay, calm, okay, calm. This is what I do when I'm on a solo episode. I just get all hyped up and excited and weirdly nervous by myself because I'm recording a podcast. I still can't believe I have my own podcast. But anyway. Hi, everyone. I'm interrupting this episode with a little ad break from me, Yoga with Mora. So guys, you can get 25% off my online studio. Just use the code podcast. So I have got courses on demand. I have everyday live yoga with a new theme every single month. At the moment, we're in our flexible February. Come and join the community. Feel great in your body. Maybe this is your little spring habit. So remember, use the code podcast, 25% off. Love and light. Let's get back to the episode. Now, I'm going to just chat a little bit about The Apprentice. So first up, Ireland. Ireland, people behind me, thank you for supporting Maura. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been so good to me. I'm hoping that you're still going to support me for what went down in episode three. Okay, so first let's take it back to episode one. I was in Scotland, uh, the lovely uh, Scottish Highlands, and what you didn't see there, probably over a hundred hours of filming has been compressed into one hour, okay? When I went into this process, you went through all of the interviews to get it, you know, it is for a massive life-changing investment that is going to take Yoga With Mora, if I have won or if I'm going to win, Yoga With Mora, you know, globally. And my focus was just on the prize. Focus on the prize and in the moment. That first task, us girls that took that group on that water tour in the lock, we absolutely did the most incredible job. My retreat hosting skills were being used. We were taking the people through, it's called gauge walking, where you walk through all these rocks. It looks like we're like walking really carefully, but all of the rocks are covered in moss. So it was like a slippery, uh, mad thing. A few of us fell on our bottoms. It was hilarious. We were having so much fun. And a shout out to that lovely Irish lady that was on that lovely tour that we did for that corporate crowd. 
And they were so nice. I think the guy that was the manager over them that we negotiated it and agreed to it, his name was Chris. He was so good. And we had the best fun. It was so good. We had people laughing. We had people singing. Me and the girls were singing, hello, can you go? We were kind of happy that didn't make the cut where we were putting our bottoms in the water. And it was just the best tour. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But sure, you didn't see that because that wouldn't be probably fun TV. So we were on an absolute high. We were shivering because we'd been in the water longer than the actual tour. We'd all jumped off this cliff thing. We were all high on life. Nearly all of the people that were on it, all of the employees that were on the tour did the jump and everything. Like we were all buzzing. Then afterwards, we all headed back to that beautiful place for our lovely big meal. And when we walked into the kitchen, and I do this thing where you might, I don't even know if this is going to make the edit, where when I feel nervous, I laugh. I laugh. Nervous and like, oh my gosh. But I walked into the kitchen and the girls, the girls, it was pure chaos. I mean, just chaos. Nothing was ready. There was like this random juice on the tables. We'd set it up. There was knives missing, forks missing. It was just chaos. So me and the girls ran in and we were like, what's happening? We have done this incredible tour. They're all absolutely starving. Like we were starving after being in the water for so long and doing all this high energy stuff. And now the food's not ready. The place is chaotic and then we finally got it all ready and the girls were serving up and I was just like oh gosh it didn't look the best it didn't look the best and I, I was just laughing but you didn't see that and I felt like so bad because the girls were like obviously sweat pouring off in the kitchen but I just laughed so I felt terrible I was laughing but I was serving up the food and I had been a waitress for many years when I was studying in college so served up the food and straight away a few of the people were eating it and they were looking at us and they were like it tastes like cake. Okay. So the poor girls in the kitchen, not sure. Maybe it was Nora, not saying, I don't know. One of the girls put the crumble batter on the fish instead of the fish batter or breadcrumbs on the fish cakes. And it was just hilarious. When we copped it, we ran back down. The girls noticed it was like, it, there was no going back at this stage. There was no more food left. They cooked absolutely everything up. And I remember one of the girls, Felicia, was like, well, I make some chips. I think there's some spuds left. I was like, just laughing my head off. And she was just really trying. You didn't see all this. We were trying our best, but it was just a car crash when the food was wrong. And then, I don't know if you've seen this either. I think you might have seen this. One of the lovely girls, Raj, sorry, Raj, they put the apple crumbles inside the microwave instead of the, you know, those big industrial microwaves. Well, in fairness to them, the industrial microwave looked like the oven, the same thing, and they put it in the wrong thing. So it was just a whole disaster. The crumble wasn't cooked and it was just car crash. Okay, then we went back to the boardroom and we obviously had to fly back down to London. A lot of more time had passed and went into that first boardroom. I will never forget my heart racing. I was like, we're gone. So what you don't know is we can't talk to the other team. So we're completely separated from the boys. We don't know how they've done. They don't know how we've done. So everything you're seeing in the boardroom is completely real. When we walk in there and you see Lord Sugar, you're like, this is it. Alan, Alan, it's over. <laughs> I'm going home. Well, actually, I was pretty confident I'd be fine for the task one because I worked my butt off on that and so did the other girls. So girls, woohoo, we won episode one. Episode two, or we call them task two, and this is a cheesecake task. And 
I am actually a good cook. Okay, I love to cook. I love to bake. And I didn't say that in task one because when I seen the lock on the kind of options we had, I was like, I want to get in the water. I love to cook and bake, but I much prefer doing an activity, doing something that's like a retreat thing and getting out there because I feel like, you know, my skills will be better. I'm not a professional in the kitchen. But after the kitchen disaster, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm not ready to be a project manager yet fully on a kitchen task because it's not my full niche, but I will be sub-team lead. So it kind of looked like I chickened out and I got a little bit of stick from Karen for that. She was like, what she didn't see in the board and was like, Maura, you were, you were able to make cheesecakes. Why didn't you go for project manager? And I was like, well, I can make cheesecakes for my family, not for over 200 people. Well, actually I can. Did that? Anyway, Felucia, the queen, was an amazing project manager. You didn't even get to see everything we went through. Her leadership skills were just amazing. Uh, she was so good. And you know what? We had the best fun in that market. And I was dressed up as a mango, mango mora. You didn't even get to see that. And I, we were there for about three hours. I was selling to absolutely everybody. We made so much sales. Like we were hustling. One of the girls, Raj, was asking for tips and everything. Like people, she was asking, it was like an extra pound for caramel sauce on our lovely uh, mango mojito cheesecake you didn't get to see any of that like we were doing so well every one of my team selling was just incredible and then when we heard what the girls got for the corporate incredible flow and Rachel and Amina they bargained the cheesecakes to be 13 pounds something like we were amazing so what an episode we obviously absolutely nailed the boys down and I was pretty confident in that one too in the kitchen <laughs> I made nearly 200 cheesecakes myself okay well, obviously with the help of some of the girls but I felt like I was leading that whole side and Felucia was totally just focused on the corporate client and I just couldn't get the words out to her it was just so stressful so it looked like in the boardroom that I was like a bit stuttery but we're all good team Felucia she was amazing project manager and you know me I'm a girl's girl. I was always going to protect my sister and be there for my lovely apprentice sisters. Okay, so then guys, episode three. Episode three, this is when at the absolute shit hit the fan. This is when we were separated with the boys. <laughs> the girls just had this kind of power together right? And I don't know if that really came across, but I we, I just felt like we have a sisterhood. The nine of us girls, we have a sisterhood. We're sticking together. And then when the teams were separated, obviously I haven't watched a show like other people. Apparently this happens every season, but I was still just a bit shocked that he was separating the teams. <laughs> but I have to say my lovely team, I was really, really happy to be put with, but I'm not going to lie not gonna lie this episode I am really embarrassed like Sergeant Cody guys Sergeant Cody <laughs> I can't cope so I am someone that gets stuck into absolutely any task nobody was putting himself to be the actor right I am not an actress <laughs> I really struggle to learn lines okay but they really did me dirty on the edit on the lines I wasn't as bad as it looks and I know Sergeant Cody Sergeant Cody was just was just not there. But I have to tell you something, who Sergeant Cody is and where I got the name. <laughs> my best friend. I won't say her full name, but her surname is Cody. She's my best friend in the whole world. And she helped me so much in everything in life. And she's always there for me. And Cody girl, I had to just put a little hello there in there. So none of my other team members knew that. I don't even know if they know it now, but that's what I did. That's where I got the name Sergeant Cody from. 
<laughs> thought that was kind of funny. Obviously, we lost. It's really embarrassing, but I'm very grateful that I wasn't brought into the boardroom. But anyway, guys, okay, that's enough today. Maybe you still have to watch episode three catch up and then yeah episode four episode four is really where you're gonna see a very very different side to me <sighs> my heart is still a little bit sore over episode four anyway guys tune in then okay let's get back it's enough apprentice talk I'll be back in another fortnight with apprentice talk so every second episode I'm gonna give you that little bit of dish where we'll talk further about it well I could be fired could be fired who knows but I just want to chat to you about a manifestation that I have had for so long I think I've had it since about 2018 it's been on my vision board so I have been a big fan of the Life magazine that's in the Irish Independent, that lovely magazine that's there every Sunday. And there's always someone really inspiring on the cover, some really good story about some woman, some guy in Ireland or someone that's from abroad. And I have had on my vision board that I want to be a Life cover girl. I want to get Yoga with Maura in the Life magazine and share a little bit of my story. And it's happened. So thank you everyone that bought it. That was my little exclusive. That sounds so weird, but I had an exclusive with Life magazines. They were the only magazine that I talked to about The Apprentice when it came out and shared my story. I think you can still read it online if you want to read it, but it was such a lovely article. The journalist Chrissy was just amazing. She made me feel so comfortable and she really just told my story as me talking and I just felt it was just lovely and I'm really really grateful because it's spreading my name and it's helping my business grow so that is something that I have believed would happen that I would be a cover girl on Life magazine and it's happened and I got an extra big spread in the inside as well so feeling so so grateful for that thank you thank you thank you to Life for the Irish Independent if you're listening not sure they are but she did mention my podcast in the Life magazine so I got some lovely new listeners from that as well yeah guys isn't that mad so since The Apprentice has come out there actually has been some articles about me which is just mad mad so most of the articles have but nearly all the articles have been so positive more rat wexford woman businesswoman on the apprentice you know another week and it's all been so good but when the news first came out okay that i was on the show before my life exclusive lots of places were saying more rat content creator and then there'd be like pictures of me in my bikini oh my god this like honestly this made me really upset and it really made my skin crawl oh I don't I'm really sorry like I know it is like good help to help my business my name out there but I just was like there's nothing wrong with a content creator I make content all the time so maybe I am a content creator but I am an entrepreneur I am a businesswoman I have got two companies my content creation is like the smallest little part of my business, my job that I do, it's always the end of the list. So that was when I, when I seen that, I did feel a little bit affected by that. And a few people messaged me, are like, oh, content creator. I'm like, no, I'm more of rat, yoga teacher, podcast host, meditation host, retreat facilitator, businesswoman, you know, woman in business. That That's what I am. Anyway, just wanted to say that. That's how I kind of felt a little bit about that. But I'm grateful because Ireland has given me such positive messages. I'm receiving all your messages about The Apprentice. You're all cheering me on, even though I'm absolutely mortified. Maybe you're not cheering me on after you've seen my acting skills and what went down in episode three. Ah! 
But I'm here for another week, episode four, so tune in. Anyway, okay, okay. It's very hard for me not to talk about The Apprentice because it's just taken my whole life at the moment. It's just the most incredible experience and I'm so grateful I've done it. Well, it's not done yet. This is just the beginning. <laughs> anyway, yogis, okay, listeners, podcasters, let's calm Maura. It's time to meditate. Okay, maybe you're coming back to this meditation later or maybe, maybe this spring you're able to just close your eyes, sit down wherever you are, if you're on your walk and we sit on a bench, something, and come and meditate with me. Allow your hands to come together in front of the heart. Take a lovely big deep breath in through the nose. And a deep breath out. Deep breath in through the nose. Deep breath out. One more inhale. Exhale. Noticing your spine tall your shoulders relax and your palms open. Becoming really aware of just your natural flow of breath in, out, in, out. And your next breath in, I want you to breathe in calm, relaxing energy and exhale stress, worries out. Visualize breathing in, cleansing, calming, spring energy. Breathing out. worries all the way out. Breathe in light. Breathe out worries. Breathe in light. Breathe out darkness. Breathe in light. Breathe out anxiety. Breathe in light. Breathe out anything that hasn't served you. breath again, notice it as you take it in, as you take it out, in, out, in, out, gently take your time, 
just to feel calm. Notice yourself after your meditation. And then hands together at Namaste or in front of the heart and gather, gather, gather all that lovely light. That spring energy. Rub, rub, rub the hands together. When you feel the warmth, the light, the energy, place the hands over the eyes. Breathe it in and breathe it out. Namaste. love and light happy spring thank you for listening so grateful for you all to be here remember follow subscribe do what you do to podcasts i am so grateful and i'll be back again in your ears next monday remember you can find me online yoga with love and light